How often do you hear such statements? Women can't parallel park. Women gossip, men talk. Real men don't cry. And the classic one, behind every successful man, there is a woman. But let's not forget the age-old stereotype. Men are the ones who bring home the bacon. In other words, men are the hunters while women are the gatherers. In this episode, I'll delve deep into the intricate dynamics of women and money. I'll explore the importance of breaking free from the limiting beliefs and societal expectations, highlighting the strides women must take towards financial success. I'll be joined by top women leaders who will break down the root causes contributing to the alarming gender wealth gap. It's going to be an unfiltered, brutally honest dialogue devoid of bias and censorship. We'll impartially analyze the missteps both men and women make while exploring tangible steps to rewrite the narrative. My genuine aim in this conversation is not merely to talk about change, but to ignite ideas that actively catalyze transformative shifts. Hi, I'm your host Ashish Chabla. Welcome to another episode of Temperament by One Finance, where we explore emotions and biases and their effect on the way we handle our money. Our aim is to help you avoid costly mistakes by giving you practical financial knowledge that helps you make smarter financial decisions. Now, did you know that in India, men command a staggering 82% of labor income, leaving women with only 18% as per the World Inequality Report 2022. According to the World Bank's Findex, women are 15% less likely than men to have bank accounts at formal financial institutions. Women are 20% less likely than men to have borrowed formally from financial institutions. It is estimated that 68% of women-owned SMEs with credit needs are unserved or underserved. A survey covering 10,000-plus working women in the 21-65 to 65 age group residing in metros conducted by India Lens threw up some interesting statistics. Nearly 67% women were still dependent on male members of the family to make financial decisions. Clearly, the gender wealth gap is a reality. But what is the real picture and what are the real reasons for the same? That must be analyzed critically. My first guest is Deepika Chavla, a successful businesswoman and a vice president at a Fortune 100 company with 30 plus years in banking. Passionate about promoting diversity, she provides a unique perspective on the gender gap. Gender gap is a very wide term. It starts right from the home which we live in, the society where we are born, to the places we work, to the schools we send our children, everywhere. And today, gender itself is a very wide term. It is not limited to women. Uh, we all respectfully, it can be transgenders, it can be LGBTQ. If I focus a little bit on women while I'm talking to you, there is a gender gap. We might think today also that we've become educated, uh, we are middle class and we are educated, and we give equal opportunity and we believe in all that. The more you go into lower strata, even in the higher strata, right, the more prevalent it becomes. And the more you go into working environment, it is very much there. It is such a common thing uh, when a mother delivers a child, it's expected to you it's an obvious expectation you would leave your job versus a husband. That's not an accepted norm, even now, anyway. 
So probably for me, gender gap is quite a lot of things about education, about bringing up children, about giving facilities, giving um, you know, work environments, um, financial literacy, uh, you know, something which is very, very important. World Economic Forum Global Gender Gap Report uh, says that it is estimated to be 16%, uh, that, which means that women can earn on an average 84 cents for every dollar earned by men. Now, if I look at under-representation in leadership, it exists today everywhere. That's why even the big corporates, big in, you know industries are so focused on you know getting leader, women leadership higher. Uh, women are underrepresented uh, as per the Fortune 500 list. It showed that women held only eight percent of CEO positions. A study by Pew Research Center found that 42% of the working women say they have experienced some form of gender discrimination at work. Stereotyping and bias, we all have it. You have it, I have it. Everybody has it, Ashish. If you look at it, promotion disparities, McKinsey report states that women remain underrepresented at every level. For example, women make up to 38% of manager level positions and only 22% of the CCO trolls. Motherhood and careers is a known fact, you know. Mothers are often perceived at times as unfair to say, even I feel bad saying it, less competent and committed in the workplace, which is really not true. I mean, it's a big journey to be a mother. So I think all that leads to one big problem, and that is... Uh, basically impact of gender bias on mental health. Thanks, Deepika, for helping us understand the many angles of the gender wealth gap. It's clear that this issue invades various facets of our lives, from our homes to workplaces. One crucial point is the societal expectation on women to often step back from their careers after childbirth, which surely contributes significantly to the disparities we see in leadership roles and ultimately in the economic well-being of women. Now, to provide additional insights into the systemic causes of the gender wealth gap, I have a superwoman joining me in this show. Shinjini, she's a powerhouse with over three decades of experience in senior roles within the fintech and consulting domains. Currently, she is spearheading the development of MySalt app, a fintech platform dedicated to fostering financial equity for women. Shinjini, it's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Could you help us understand the systemic and structural root causes of the gender wealth gap? Uh, what factors contribute to this persistent disparity and how do they manifest in different spheres of life, be it education, career or even financial literacy? So, you know, India is a uh, society that's uh, transforming in many, many ways, right, at the same time. And uh, it creates a lot of opportunities uh, for uh, many of us. And it creates uh, as many uh, challenges as well. And many of our legacy challenges continue at the same time. So uh, so let's say somebody like me, I end up being lucky because I, even though I grew in a, a small place in Bihar, my parents are educated, so they send me to college. And at the same time, they're not rich enough that they can uh, hope to get me married at 20 with some rich guy with a dowry because that, that was what happened to all the girls. So all the all the wealthy girls who were in college with me, they got married like really, really early. But for somebody like me, that 
that didn't happen. So therefore, I got the lease of life to study further. And therefore, I got the, you know, opportunity to do so many different things. But uh, it, just today, my my nephew, who's a, uh, who works in Microsoft, and he was telling me about a colleague who's an IIT engineer. And uh, he was saying she she's an IIT engineer. She works for Microsoft. And they were having some big uh, event or something like that. And he said, and all that her parents were talking about was, uh, you know, when is she going to get married? And that is not the pressure that men have at that stage. I mean, they, people may still tell you that, you know, why don't you get married? But you don't have that pressure. And then you get married and then the pressure to have a child starts because then everybody is convinced that a person needs to have a child fast. Again, men have that pressure, but they don't have the pressure in the same way that women have. Now, even though you went to the same school, same college, had the same education, you understand money in the same way, you are your life is so different that your choices will become different. And you start, uh, I'm not even talking about patriarchy or oppression or whatever. I'm not talking about deliberate things. I'm talking about just simple, normal way of uh, thinking about you. Uh, also, there's a, this a huge prioritization of family. So many women... Uh, don't study further or many women drop out of uh, despite having help and everything so those are all known factors what we don't talk about so much which I will talk about is uh, uh, there are certain things that are more subtle than that um, they are things like uh, men migrate for work and women migrate for marriage so you realize that that's a very major shift in the way uh, their lives work out because men migrate for work, which means that the better work opportunity takes them from one place to the other geography and therefore they navigate it. Whereas women migrate for marriage, which means that their migration neither prepares them nor is able to handle their, you know, careers. So because that's the secondary option, marriage is the first thing. And therefore, even if you're a very bright person, it will take you time. It's not that you can't do it. Many women do it. And that's that's really a wonderful thing. But but it does. You have to navigate it differently. Similarly, money. Most likely, despite all the changes in laws, most likely your brother will inherit the house in which you grew up, and most likely you will, uh, if your parents are fair, you'll get some money. Uh, most likely, you will only get some jewelry. Uh, I met a girl in Ludhiana, and uh, she was very passionate about. She was working with her father's business, and she was very passionate about what she was doing at that point of time. And then, uh, but she kept saying that I want to do something different, different, different. So at the end of the meeting, I asked her, but if you love what you're doing so much, why do you want to do something different? And then she very candidly off camera, she said, I, uh, because I know that at some stage, my brother will get this business. So I have to think of something different. And, but I know that when I get married, married, I will get money. So I'm planning for that. So, you know, they're, they're, the reality of their life is different. Thank you, Shinjini for sharing this often overlooked factors. It's evident that gender wealth gap is not only about obvious discrimination, but is deeply woven into the fabric of societal norms and practices. The key question is, what steps can women take to narrow this gap and achieve financial independence? Seeking professional guidance is a promising path. Experts like One Finance's qualified advisors offer personalized solutions aligned with individual goals and contexts. For more details, visit their website. Now, on a deeper level, let me dare to ask another question that gives a different perspective to this discussion. Do most women really want to change these traditional roles at all? When women discuss financial freedom, 
It often involves earning income while leaving investment decisions to fathers or husbands. I argue that this tendency is not always because of lack of opportunity, but can be attributed to various other factors, including lack of understanding, low confidence, or a fear of making risky decisions. Why is it that women can confidently buy a pair of expensive sandals without hesitation, but hesitate or seek permission when it comes to making investment decisions that could shape her financial future? In a world that celebrates women's empowerment, why do discussions on financial matters, especially investments, still carry an air of discomfort for many women? How can we redefine the narrative around financial literacy for women? Is it about understanding numbers and charts? Or is it about fostering a mindset that encourages risk-taking and confident decision-making? If these questions have piqued your curiosity, I invite you to join me in the upcoming second part of this episode. I continue my conversation with Shinjani and Deepika as we delve into the perspective that is both candid and impartial. We will gain insights into the relationship between women and money, exploring behavioral patterns with viewpoints shared by Reshma Tonse, a seasoned behavioral consultant. Meet me on the other side for an insightful journey into unraveling the complexities of women, financial freedom and the quest for equality. See you there. Investment in securities market are subject to market risks. Read all related documents carefully before investing. The securities quoted are for illustration only and are not recommendatory.